Good morning, my brothers and sisters. What a great day today. It's a great day to come to the Lord. It's episode 275 of Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And we, yesterday, in episode 274, began to look at the passage called The Narrow Door. And let me read that, and we'll pause a few times and make a charge at the end. This is from Luke chapter 13, verse 22 through 30. He went on his way through towns and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. So this is the part of the Bible where the focus, the the vision of the of the book turns his, where Jesus begins to turn his face uh, towards uh, Jerusalem. Uh, Luke 9, 51 says he sets his face towards Jerusalem. So that's the subtext here is that we're heading to the cross. We're just starting the first uh, kind of formal steps uh, towards the cross. Verse 23, and someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? Good question. How many people are going to be saved? Great question. Verse 24, strive And he said to them, strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. So the bad news is there's a narrowness, but the good news is there's a door. And there's a timingness to this. There's a before and an after. So it doesn't say it in verse 24, but uh, verse 25 talks about when the door will uh, be mastered and sovereignly closed. So here it is. When once the master of the house has risen and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door saying, Lord, open to us, then he will answer you, I do not know where you come from. So this is a a limited time offer, if you will, that there will be people who want to get in after the door is apparently permanently closed and uh, will not be able. And their argument is, verse 26, then you will begin to say, we ate and drank in your presence and you taught in our streets. So there's a familiarity with Christianity. There's a proximity perhaps of Christianity. Maybe even we ate and drank in your presence. Um, maybe even a relatively intimate uh, proximity, but not any belief. So how do we know that? So Jesus, one of the things that strikes me about this passage is there are no pretenders. Jesus knows who are his and who aren't his. And the reason being, I think, uh, is that everybody has to come through him. So uh, Acts 4.12 says, there's salvation in no one else, for there's no other name under heaven among men by which we must be saved. So he's not deceived here. Even though the people are trying to make the argument in the story, we ate and drank in your presence and you taught in our streets. Verse 27, but he will say, I tell you, I do not know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of evil. Yikes. So we have those inside the narrow door, and we have those outside the narrow door. And outside, we find a label to those people, and that is workers of evil. And that was kind of shocking to me. And then I was thinking about it. You know who's inside the door? Is workers of evils that are forgiven. So it's not 
that there's more righteous people inside unless you count the righteousness of Jesus' blood over the top of us and his forgiveness, uh, we're all sort of in a bad way. So, so this evil, the workers of evil, are inside and outside. It's just the forgiven part that the, that's the key. Okay, so then we find out the woe here, verse 28. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves cast out. So a nasty picture outside the door, and then finally the inside picture. And people will come from east and west and north and south and recline at table in the kingdom of God. And I just love this, that... uh, from Luke chapter 12, verse 37, blessed are those servants who the master finds awake when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he, Jesus, will dress himself for service like a waiter, that's parentheses, like a waiter, and have them recline at table and he will come and serve them. Jesus is doing the serving at this, at least one of these reclining uh, tables. And behold, some are last who will be first and some our first who will be last. So here's my charge this morning. Uh, Today is a great day to believe. Today is a great day to become a part of God's family. So how do we do that? So let's just review. You agree with God about sin and separation. Um, You call him Lord. So when he says, I don't know where you come from, you, you say to Jesus, I want you to be my Lord. I want you I want to be in your family. I want to be in your kingdom. And he's not deceived about this. So he knows those who are in and those who are out. For some listeners today, this might be your last opportunity. It's statistically true. Who can add an inch to our lives, as it says in uh, Luke twelve twenty-five? In which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life, to to the length of his life? None of us. So none of us are in charge of our days. If you're old, you're not in charge of your days. And uh, just newsflash, if you're young, you're not in charge of your days either. My brother told me the other day that someone in his neighborhood, perfectly healthy, quote unquote, uh, dead seven days later because of uh, the virus. So Jesus says, I don't, says to the people on the outside, I don't know where you come from. There are no pretenders here. He has a perfect assessment. Why? Because everyone that comes to him has to come through him. Were you bathed in my blood? Did you receive forgiveness? And then it's, it says to strive to enter through the narrow door. So how do we strive? I think by repentance. He says, make repentance. This is from earlier in this chapter. Unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. So repentance should characterize this this story that I'm encouraging you to participate in. So in conclusion, there is a door. This is good news. This isn't bad news that there's a narrow door. The miracle is there's a door anyway. So he's made a way that we can be saved, and he asks us to come. Today is a great day to come. As it concludes in Revelation, the spirit and the bride say, come, let the one who hears say, come, let the one who is thirsty come, and let the one who desires to take the water of life without price. So ladies and gentlemen, today would be a great day to come. Love you.